Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Fundamentally Sound Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Austin Serrata. Um, it's just me today. However, uh, I was supposed to have another co-host with me. However, things changed really fast, and uh, I'm currently now about to head out of town. Um, but I wanted to get some episodes out for you guys. Uh, today, as you're hearing this, Tuesday, um, will be my normal episode. I have found a new job. Uh, I will be getting off at a reasonable time every evening. So I should for sure be able to put out at least two episodes a week for y'all guys. Um, but my co-host today was supposed to be Drew Rummer. And because Drew, out of the kindness of his heart, was going to come on and be my co-host, it's only fit that I shout him out. So Drew, if you're out there, huge shout out to you. You're an awesome guy. Thank you for, you know, uh, wanting to come on to the show. And guys... Drew Brummer on YouTube. Go look it up, youtube.com. Drew Brummer, type it in, D-R-E-W-B-R-U-M-M-E-R, like drummer of a brummer. So with that being said, go check out his YouTube videos. He puts out very detailed and very um, informative uh, YouTube videos. It's a sports uh, YouTube channel. I would literally be selling uh, selling y'all short if I didn't say that uh, they are amazing YouTube videos. He puts so much thought and so much work behind all of his videos and that he completely deserves all the praise that he, you know, all the praise that he gets and more without a doubt. But once again, Drew Brummer, youtube.com. Go check him out. But we'll get into it. So we're going to be sticking to the model for our first episode. We're going to be sticking to that short episode model, probably under 30 minutes. But if it carries over just a little bit, it's not a problem. However, we're going to be going into some NFL college football news. Uh, we're going to be looking at the NBA. The stage is set, people. As you can see by the title of this episode, the stage is set. Lakers and Heat battling it out. I'll give you my thoughts and opinions on that. And we're going to jump into a little bit of UFC news with uh, Izzy Adesanya pulling off uh, an impressive victory. You know, I'll, I'll just give a little uh, my thoughts and opinions on that. It won't be too long. However, let's jump right into it. So this weekend was a lot of craziness, without a doubt. Um, it was insane. Um, game that surprised me most. Honestly, you know what? It's not even going to be a game. Actually, I'll, I'll give you the game, but I'm going to, like, quickly um, go over the team that surprised me most. The Miami Hurricanes. This man, I don't know if, how you say his name. It's either Derek King, Derek King, whatever. I'm sorry if I butchered it, if it's something else. He is balling. Like, he's leading this team. I think it was a great idea for him to go from Houston to Miami. A, because you get more recognition. Houston doesn't get the recognition they deserve. But he, he chose a small D1 university, was a highly sought-after transfer, and went to a highly, like, in-the-spotlight type of program. Let's be real. Like, Everybody pays attention to Miami for some odd reason. I don't know why. However, uh, jumping right into it, the most surprising game this week, without a doubt, Mississippi LSU. LSU loses for the first, loses at home or the season opener, my fault. The season opener, and this was the first time that this has happened for a defending champion since the 70s. People, that is insane. KJ, I think Costello is his name. 
KJ Costello. Uh, I'll be looking that up while I'm talking. However, this man tied Joe Burrow's record with six touchdowns against his former team. That is some – if that's not, I guess, irony, I don't know what is. He completely balled out. Their receiver, I think three receivers had – and once again, I'm currently looking. But if I'm right, three receivers had over 120 yards uh, receiving, which was ridiculous. So, yeah, here we go. K.J. Costello, five touchdowns. Uh, my fault. He has five. There you go. Five touchdowns, 623 yards, two interceptions. The two interceptions could have been fixed. They threw the ball 60 times. Ran the ball 16 times. Six with the teen at the end. Not six with the T-Y like they threw. But 120 yards, 158 yards, 183 yards. That is insane. That's a, you know, great, I guess, great, great job by the receivers. Great job by KJ Costello upsetting the number six LSU Tigers. I'm saying this right now. I'm not surprised that LSU, this happened to LSU. I'm not sold on this new LSU team. And I think that that shows. The new rankings are, as I say, um, Clemson, Alabama, one and two. Florida jumping up to three. I'm pretty sure this is about as close as they've gotten to number one since Tebow left, and that's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Georgia at four, Notre Dame at five, OSU at six, seven is Auburn, uh, eight is Miami. Once again, four spots for Miami. They're three and oh. Not surprising. Uh, Texas is at nine. They dropped one spot because we decided to almost choke to Tech. Um, I'm a huge UT fan, by the way. Go Sam Ellinger, Ellinger, whatever you want to call him. I think a bunch of people call him different names. But Ellinger, Sam, that man. Uh, oh, and you just heard my phone go off. Well, that's that. But um, Sam will – I'm calling it. Sam will be a Heisman finalist, and he will be top two in voting. If barring injury, because he always gets injured, barring injury. And then Penn State at 10. Um, notable drops. UNC dropped one. A&M dropped three after almost losing to Vandy. But it is their first game, so I'm not going to harp on it too much. Wisconsin. Oh, my fault. OU dropped 15 spots from three to 18 because they lost to Kansas State. I think that's a little bit too harsh for the boys. Um, at OU, I understand you, you know, you can't put them over some of these other schools. But, I mean, come on, man. 15 spots? That's ridiculous. LSU dropped 14 spots. Once again, they're better than 20. I'm not sold on this team as a top 10 team, but they are better than 20. Same with OU. OU is better than half these freaking Pac-12 teams that just jumped in here. Penn State, Oregon, Mississippi State. Get out of here, bro. Um, anyway, uh, that's basically it. Memphis fell eight spots after winning. Kind of crazy. I don't understand how it happens, but it happens because all these, uh, what's it called, Pac-12 teams jumping in because their season was resumed. But anyway, moving on, moving on uh, after rankings. The NFL MVP race is just heating up, ladies and gentlemen. Honestly, in my opinion, the front runners are Russell Wilson and Josh Allen. Now, we talked about this yesterday on Sporkle Sunday with Drew. Go check it out. Sporkle Sunday, guys. Sporkle Sunday is freaking great. It's so fun. If you ever get a chance to be on there, jump in his comments and answer his trivia question. Because guess what? He puts you on there at your next available Sunday. 
it's super fun. Go give it a try. Go give it a, uh, a watch. But anyway, Josh Allen, over 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns. I believe only one interception. Uh, don't quote me on that. Uh, with three on the ground, 13 total. Now, Russell Wilson, you know what? I have my – let's just open it up right here. Let's just do Russ Wilson. Bam. Give me a second. So, Russell Wilson this year with the Seattle Seahawks, 925 yards, 14 touchdowns, one interception. That is ridiculous through three games. He also has um, only one fumble. And being a quarterback, I mean, hey, one fumble, one interception, I'll take it. Four touchdowns in his first game, five touchdowns in the second game, five touchdowns in his last game this last week against Dallas where they beat Dallas. So, again, Dallas extending that streak. They have not beat an over 500 team in at least 19 weeks. I don't know about the year before. I'm not really too interested in Dallas's win history to go and check that like farther back, but they didn't beat a, uh, an over 500 team last year. They still haven't beat an over 500 team this year. <sighs> Something's going on in that Dallas with that Dallas team. I don't know what it is. I guess you can sort of, you know, give it to the fact that their offensive line, I think is missing one or two pieces, but at the same time, you know, their defense should be holding it down. Uh, I think they lost Leighton Vander Esch to a broken collarbone, I want to say. Don't quote me on that. But it is what it is. I don't know. Anyway, going back to it, I'm endorsing my early uh, week three MVP, and it's Russell Wilson. Josh Allen is incredible. He's been, you know, putting together amazing uh, drives, putting together an amazing season so far. But Russell Wilson is something different. Atlanta, New England, Dallas. These aren't teams that are just trash. And maybe Atlanta, but still. New England and Dallas, they don't have trash defenses. Dallas has trash corners, but not trash like a defense as like overall. But I'll leave that up to y'all, for, uh, you know, to decide. Um, Russell Wilson is absolutely and without a doubt my front runner right now. But moving on, uh, last subject in terms of NFL college football news. These injuries are something different. I don't know if y'all have noticed, we've lost so many people to ACLs, MCLs, LCL, I don't know, all the L's in your knee. We've lost so many people to injuries, broken bones, torn ligaments, torn muscles, et cetera. And it shows that this was rushed. This is entirely BS. You expect a, a team to come and play 16 games, and you give them less time to prepare. You give them less time uh, of physicality. Sure, they've been working out on their own, but let's be real. Like, this is what training camp is for. And they basically almost cut it in half, if not less. And they're like, hey, go play football. It's the least professional thing I've seen this year from any major uh, a league, sports league, and it's showing. And I feel bad for all these people that, uh, like, a.k.a. Jimmy Garoppolo, Solomon Thomas, Nick Bosa, Saquon Barkley, uh, now Tariq Cohen, I just saw uh, uh, they fear that he tore an ACL. 
et cetera. I know there's a lot more, but those are just the ones that come off the top of my head. Young, great players. Um, maybe not Tariq Cohen. He's good. He's a good player, but not great. Young, great players being cut down potentially will never be the same depending on how they come back from these surgeries. Every body is different. But thankfully there's, there's been a good outlook on ACL injuries lately. So hopefully they come back and they do what they're supposed to. Hopefully they, they recover fully. Now, is it great to see sports back? Yes. But at the cost of others? No. And like I said, this is the, un, the most unprofessional move that any league has done so far. But moving on, switching to this topic, NBA. Like I said, the stage is set. Lakers in the heat. Lakers going up against – Lakers terrible guards going up against, you know, uh, Jimmy Butler and the boys. Let's be real here. It's LeBron and AD and then whoever decides to catch fire after that because Lord knows that's always a toss-up. And the Heat, probably the best shooting team in my opinion. I said it in the beginning of the year. The best shooting team in this league, and it's showing. That's all I'm saying. You got Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, Jimmy, Goron, all balling out beyond the perimeter. Jay Crowder even, Iggy the other night, or last night, balling out. I'm telling you, this is going to be a better matchup than what everybody is predicting. And if it's not, if it comes out to be like a 4-1 ending for either team, I'm going to be shocked. And you can tell me I told you so. It is what it is. But I I think that this game probably – or this series is very close, and it won't go any less than six. Either one team's winning 4-2 or one team's winning 4-3. But it's going to be a great matchup, and I can't wait. And I'm kind of rooting for the underdog story that is Jimmy, Bam, Tyler. All these guys have amazing stories going on right now, and I'm kind of riding that wave. I'm kind of getting behind them. That, and I'm a Spurs fan, and I can't go for the Lakers. It's, like, morally not right if you're a Spurs fan. But that's my opinion. I can't wait for it to shake out. But lastly, I want to, like, I know he'll never listen to this. I want to shout out Israel Adesanya. This man is a dog. He is a horse. One of the best pound-for-pound fighters that we have on this earth in the USC. USC. (laughs) I'm dead. UFC. Uh. It's just amazing. You know, he got, he got in there early working the, the, the legs, really beating it up. Uh, it just blows my mind how this guy made it look effortless. When somebody tries to, you know, because Israel's a long dude. And his reach is ridiculous. And it's very, like, John Jones-esque. And I think that's why John Jones is kind of a, a mismatch for all people. Because he's, like... His length is ridiculous, and he just cannot – like, you have to get up close, and you have to try to, like, you know, win your battles in the trenches, but at the same time, it's just so hard. Like, John Jones uses a lot of his legs. Israel uses a lot of of his legs. And it just seems to be the formula that works. And I think that Israel is going to be at the top for a little while. Like I said, he's making it look easy. 
But at the same time, I just think that he's going to he's gonna be the UFC's next, like, John Jones Jr. I think a lot of people are lining up to fight this man because they know the payday that's about to happen. For losing, that is. <laughs> but anyway, that's all we got today, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Make sure to hit that follow button. Uh, just thank you. For, for If you're still listening now and if you're still listening to the end, just thank you. A lot's been going on lately. I'm glad that everything can calm down. Um, you know, it's been a tough time, tough stretch uh, in my life personally, as well as, you know, others. But uh, it's been crazy. And, you know, these, these times are just a wild, wild um, ride, I guess, right now. And I'm just – I'm hoping everybody gets through it safe and sound. I hope your family goes unaffected. And, you know – at the end of the day, just enjoy the little things in, in times like this. But, guys, really appreciate you listening. Make sure to hit that follow button. Like I said, be on the lookout for Thursday's episode. It's going to be a fantasy football episode early in the morning, 8 o'clock. I'll probably actually 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock early in the morning. We'll see you all then. Peace.